Hi, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of The Paleo Go Show. I'm your host, Dylan Fladhammer, the founder of Paleo Go Nutrition. And today, uh, we're going to talk about the differences between the paleo diet and the ketogenic diet. Now, this is a question I get asked uh, often and most frequently whenever I'm at farmer's markets. Basically, uh, what's the difference between paleo and keto? Because our paleo go bars are uh, first and foremost designed for those following a paleolithic diet. Um, but then our bars are also keto friendly um, because they have a relatively low net carbohydrate count. So we often get asked, again, what's the difference between a paleo diet and a ketogenic diet? So I think at first, um, there's one very clear black and white difference, even though both diets are a high fat, low carbohydrate way of eating. The big one with a ketogenic diet that's super black and white uh, is about maintaining a state of ketosis. So the whole point of a ketogenic diet is to put your body in the state of ketosis. Now, ketosis is a state where essentially, uh, because of restricting your carbohydrate intake very low, your body's put into a state where instead of burning carbs as a main fuel source, it is now burning fat as its primary fuel source. And as it does this, uh, it produces kind of a byproduct called the ketone body. And essentially, our body can then reuptake these ketones uh, and then use that as a fuel source. Both our muscles and our brain, uh, not everywhere, but a lot of places, um, can use ketones. And there's actually a lot of science showing um, many areas of our body prefer ketones. They actually run better on ketones, which to tangent a little bit, is I think why uh, there's a lot of speculation of to why we even have this, um, you know, this metabolic pathway of sorts where we can create these ketones. It's almost a, you know, it's built into us. And so it's almost a natural state that we should be in. And, and I think this is what a lot of people point towards uh, a ketogenic diet as having a lot of benefits is because our body has this metabolic machinery to actually do this. So in a following a ketogenic diet, there's, there's about two hard and fast rules as far as carbohydrate intake. Uh, one is maintaining your carbs to be under 50 grams of carbs per day, that's total carbs, or the other is under 20 grams of net carbs per full day. Now, what net carbs are is they're your total carbohydrates minus your fiber, because fiber isn't going to act uh, like other carbohydrates, it's not going to get broken down in the body. It's not going to get converted into sugar it, and then ultimately glucose, and it's not going to get used up. Therefore, it's not going to have an insulin response. So when you look at fiber uh, as a minus or a subtraction to total carbohydrates, that gives you net carbs because essentially what you're looking at is those are the amount of carbohydrates that are going to get broken down, converted into sugar, uh, and used as a fuel source in your body. 
Now, with ketosis is, again, it's super black and white. You're either in ketosis or out of ketosis. Uh, and for me, I tend to follow the 20 net carbs per day uh, as a better rule. Total carbs, uh, I find, can get a little... Um, maybe a little looser and and not as uh, rigid and, and potentially to not be in ketosis, potentially knock yourself out. Whereas, so with a paleo diet, you don't need this state of ketosis. And so with paleo, there's actually, even though it's also a high fat, low carbohydrate way of eating, uh, it's not required that you're putting your body in this metabolic state. It's more you're just aiming to have about 80% of your calories come from fat. Um, and again, that ranges. So in paleo, often there's a sweet spot of 50 to 150 carbs per day. And I think usually in this case, they're talking total carbs they're not talking net carbs. Uh, this number, though, is very dependent on your activity level. So if you're an athlete, you're working out five to seven days a week, uh, you're expending a lot of calories um, as far as, you know, your activity level, then you might gear towards more of a higher carbohydrate intake. Um, and again, this is not, uh, you know, cheap, bad carbs. Um, this is having good carbs like, you know, fruits or root vegetables or things like yams. Um, we'll get kind of into that in maybe another episode. But for now, um, yeah, it's based on your activity level. So uh, if you're more sedentary, you might uh, want to gear towards a lower carb way of eating to let your body um, basically deplete its glycogen stores so that then you can start burning more body fat uh, and that'll just have uh, a better kind of positive effect on your body. So again, paleo, about 50 to 150, depending on your activity level, um, a little bit more loose as long as you're getting most of your carbohydrate, or sorry, most of your calories or most of your energy intake most of the food you're eating from fat sources, um, where ketogenic diet, black and white, you're either in ketosis or you're out of ketosis. And typically you want to maintain a very low carbohydrate intake to get to that state. Often people following a ketogenic diet will test their blood ketones. Um, there's a few ways. Uh, the most accurate that's available to us currently is blood testing. So kind of like a glucose monitor that, you know, you might be familiar with, um, whether you or friend or family might have diabetes, might be someone who needs to test their blood glucose. Um, ketones now are a very similar device. You get ketone strips, you prick your finger, you get a little blood, and it can give you a uh, relatively accurate reading of um, your blood ketone level. So this helps us, you know, of people who are trying to stay in, in a state of ketosis, helps us just track to make sure that we're actually doing that. Uh, or again, if you know, hard and fast rule, you can kind of follow um, just these carbohydrate guidelines. So that's kind of the big, I'd say, main difference between a ketogenic and a paleo diet as far as, um, again, super black and white. Now, the other one um, is I think paleo is a bit more of 
a lifestyle that emphasizes um, holistic and a focus on eating natural foods as opposed to um, processed foods, where I don't feel ketogenic is as much as kind of pushing the the tend towards natural whereas a paleo is. So I think the the great foundation of a paleo diet is about eating wholesome natural foods, essentially, you know, what could be hunted and gathered. Um, so fish, meat, fowl, eggs, um, you know, vegetables, fruits, nuts, seeds, um, oils that can be pressed. So stuff like avocado, uh, olive, and then with the paleo diet, you're trying to avoid heavily processed stuff. So we're talking about oils, so like bad seed oils, bad vegetable oils. Those things are heavily processed. Um, grains, so everything from corn to wheat to even though that's a carbohydrate, paleo is kind of uh, against those foods uh, because they're relatively new to our bodies. We didn't really consume a lot of them. They're quite heavily processed these days. Uh, and again, even if we did consume them, you know, back in quote-unquote hunter-gatherer days, uh, it wasn't in the sheer quantity we are consuming them today. Like if you look at the Canada Food Guide or the American Food Guide, carbohydrates are the base of the pyramid. We're supposed to eat something like I don't know, 8 to 13 servings uh, per day. Uh, and if you look at those guides and kind of look at the world as, as most people are following these guides and you kind of just take a state of the union, you know, like where our health is in general, I think these guides are a failed hypothesis. It's like, you know, people following these, you're, you're, you know, your lay person, your average everyday person following these guides. And if you look at the health of, you know, our Western society, you can kind of see the correlation of that. These things aren't serving anyone. And so just to, you know, bring it back again, paleo is about focusing on whole unprocessed natural foods. Uh, and again, getting away from heavily processed stuff. Keto, I find, again, not so pronounced or not so kind of like an ethos or like a guiding principle is I think paleo or sorry, uh, keto uh, is almost solely focused on macronutrients, especially if you look at kind of, again, how most people are doing it. You know, if you look at Instagram, as kind of a, a marker to see where people at mass are who are following this ketogenic diet is there's really no focus on, you know, whole healthy foods. A lot of keto is just about maintaining a state of ketosis. And I think that's one of the detriments of kind of the popularity of this diet currently is that, you know, there's all these packaged foods and all this processed stuff and even fast food like fast food makes a regular appearance in people's ketogenic lifestyles you know you go to AW, you get a burger cheese bacon without the bun and like like it's gonna keep you in a state of ketosis but like there's so much more going on as far as you know the bad food, like the bad seed oils, what it was cooked in, um, the lack of other nutrients 
because you're not eating any vegetables. It's like, I think this is where keto gets a little murky where it's like we kind of have forgotten about the foundations of micronutrients about you know that everything we eat is a building block that goes into our body and it's like if you're just eating shit it doesn't matter if it's keeping you in a state of ketosis and sure you're losing weight on the scale but like you're putting this shit in your body and so you're going to build a shitty house like it's like you're trying to build a house with like molded wood and like crappy nails that are rusted and like that's literally what you're trying to do and then sure like the house is going to come together aka like the scale might be moving you might be feeling better from what you were which is great i'm gonna like put a little pin in here and say like if you're just kind of getting started and you're experiencing some of the benefits perfect like uh this is maybe like a little bit advanced level class but maybe not i think like you might need to know this now so that you don't fall into the trap of thinking like oh because i follow a ketogenic diet i can eat fast food like wrong it's not going to help you again you might lose weight but weight is a terrible marker of health anyways it's like we want more energy we want to feel good we want to not get sick or have disease so we need to go back to the basics as far as eating good foods not so heavily processed foods and again i think that's what I like paleo as, as like a foundation. So I've been following a paleo diet for six years. Um, but now in the last year, I do more of a cyclical, cyclical ketogenic diet, meaning I'll go into ketosis for a little while and then I'll come out of it back to like a low carb paleo. But even when I'm doing my ketosis, I'm still, or my ketogenic diet, I'm still eating a lot of uh, plants. I just have to make sure I'm not eating a lot of root vegetables and things that are higher in uh, carbohydrates, but I'm still eating a lot of greens and sprouts and cruciferous vegetables, which are like broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, stuff like that. Uh, and, And so also a caveat too that like, A lot of people are doing paleo wrong too, also. Like just because paleo kind of has this ethos doesn't mean everyone's following it. So this isn't a, you know, bash keto pro paleo. I actually do both. I think they're both great. I just think the problem is keto as most people see it or most people are being introduced to it on Instagram or by their friends is is kind of this heavily processed only sole focus is on micronutrient high fat low carb and again there's no talk about that you need some vegetables that you need some micronutrients to actually give your body what it really needs so i think that's kind of one of the the big other differences and and why i'm a big proponent of paleo, especially as a core foundation to then bridge the gap into keto and cyclical keto is that paleo has a little bit more of that lifestyle ethos where keto at its current state, not to say it can evolve or get, you know, better known, but as its current state with culture and where most people live in it is it's just junk and processed high fat. And again, it doesn't mean it doesn't work, but that's also kind of the problem is the fact that people are seeing results doing this almost gives you a false sense that like you can continue to eat this way, which I don't think is true. I think a lot of people are actually stalling, you know, 
they worked for a little bit, but now it's like they're a few months in. Why isn't the scale moving anymore? Why have I plateaued? And it's like, well, because you're actually eating a lot of shit. Like, let's just be honest here. You know, you know, we know because you're sharing it on Instagram that you're eating a lot of garbage. So we need to have a conversation about, you know, eating good whole foods again. I think that's it. I think we can wrap it up here. Those are kind of the main two differences I see with both of these diets. Huge proponent of both. Um, I just really like that paleo kind of has this ethos um, where, you know, let me caveat a little bit the other way. I think what keto does well or is putting pressure is that even on the paleo folks, um, maybe we need to eat a little less carbohydrates. Maybe we need to, you know, clean up that side, you know, dip our toe a little bit in ketosis once in a while, like that'll do us some good. But again, you know, a, a blend between these is, is what I see with a lot of, you know, the figureheads or the industry leaders I follow. And, and what I'm modeling is, you know, a paleo foundation with a cyclical ketogenic where I'm going in and out of ketosis for long periods of time, but then coming back to a paleo core. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to wrap it up here today. Uh, thanks for everyone for listening and tuning into the first episode. Uh, if you ever any, have any questions or ideas on uh, topics you want me to talk about, uh, this is something I'm going to start doing more regularly, uh, just trying to get some information out there. Again, I've been doing paleo for six years. I've got a wealth of knowledge, and I just want to kind of share it with you guys and, and give my two cents on things and, and, again, interact. And just another way for me to kind of get some content out there, get some uh, good value out there to you guys, you know, maybe be a voice of uh, some different things, some different ideas. Uh, you know, we, we all get a little comfortable in our own little spaces. So maybe I can shake that up a bit. So thanks for tuning in and uh, we'll catch you next time. Again, this was Dylan Fladhammer and this was the first episode of the Paleo Go Show. All right, peace out guys.